Hey, what's up? It's OG Willikers here with K Dutch. Say what's up, man. What up, people? Yeah. We've got a special Lost episode for you. The Lost episode. Yeah, we had K Dutch here a few months ago, taped the episode, and then life got crazy. Started doing shows, making music videos, releasing albums. All of the above. Also trying to be adults and families and holidays. Not get know. fired from our jobs. Yes, man. It's hard. hard. <laughs> you telling me. But anyway, we're back on this podcast, and we got K-Dutch back in the room just for the intro and the outro, just to kind of fill in the blanks and uh, finish the story a little bit of what we were talking about. Yep. Well, let's get to it then. Connection, I surrender, nature holds me now Journey far, pain physical, home invisible I bring it into my chest, the point of access On the plane of life, I guess, and I feel tension Getting older, rooting down to who I am Peace to everybody who support me Peace to the land, providing solid ground Peace to my family, from the forests and the seas Through the oceans and the sky Proceed with love because we all gonna die Die into the next beat Die into the next track Die into the next life Die into the next just We all gonna die Die into the next beat Die into the next track Die into the next life Die into the next Alright, so uh, thank you for having me on the podcast today My name is Kay Dutch um, My real name is KC Dutcher You can probably imagine where the K Dutch comes from Um and yeah, what do I want to tell you about myself? I guess the song that we just listened to is sort of my origin story for this project in a nutshell. Um, I want to tell you that uh, about 
15 months ago, I was on this canoe trip in the Allagash Wilderness in Maine, and I had no idea K-Dutch existed. I had no idea that this album existed. I went into the woods, and over the course of a week um, with a bunch of other men, like, canoeing down the river, hanging out at night, exploring, like, internal stuff, I realized that I had this seed inside of me, this creative seed that wanted to be unleashed. And um, the, the name that people were calling me on that trip was Always Home. And I won't get into like all the reasons why, because it, it would be a whole podcast. But basically, I've moved around a lot in my life. And the concept of home for me is pretty um, elusive. And so part of my desire in going on that trip was to ground myself into being always home no matter where I am no matter like how I'm feeling, no matter who's surrounding me. And so the title of that track that we just listened to, as well as the title of the album, is Always Home. And really, it's my attempt to just like ground into who I am right now and express who I am right now to the world. Awesome, man. That's, that's a cool. I didn't know that. That's, that's so that... That album title really has some substance there. It's got a lot of substance, yeah. Like, it, as, as we listen through, I mean, I'll talk more about it when we listen to the other songs, but um, I don't really make music just to make music and to make stuff that sounds cool. I really want it to sound cool. And, you know, I think it does. Like, you know, you and, and everybody else out there can be the judge, but my deeper purpose is really to express who I am and what my values are and what my vision for the world is um, and try to, to the extent possible, influence the world around me through, through my words. And, and I feel like music is a nice medium, you know, it's sort of like what I want to say is, you know, complex at times and the music just makes it go down easier i'm not sure if i'm explaining it the right way or not but that's 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 my vision basically so well and hip-hop is a a wonder that's kind of where i turned i used to be more of a singer songwriter Mm -hmm. character and i always liked hip-hop but it it wasn't something i did you Mm -hmm. know i did something else and i appreciated hip-hop but i never considered myself you know part of that culture by any means you Mm -hmm. know Uh, and i approached it i actually kind of fell into hip-hop maybe hip-hop found me or I found it I don't know but mm-hmm. the reason I switched well there are a lot of reasons but one of the things I noticed is I was able to say so much more mm-hmm. in a rap verse than I would in um you know sing singing song so many more words and mm-hmm. so many more aspects of my personality was mm-hmm. able to come out mm-hmm. uh, instead of having these like deep like heartwarming like acoustic emotional <laughs> so i realized like i'm kind of you know i'm a smart ass i'm i'm you know sarcastic i'm you know i'm i'm goofy i like to mm-hmm. goof around i don't take myself too seriously but i also sometimes you know i'm serious about things so hip-hop is the perfect medium to be able to express all of that in one song if i want mm-hmm. but for me i had a lot harder time I came off like too sad and serious in my other music. Uh-huh. I was like, this isn't really me. This is what I make, but it's not me. Uh-huh. So hip hop's a wonderful platform to. Yeah, well, I can, I can relate to that too, because if you look back into my musical history, I mean, most of who I would consider myself to be 
as a musician was a DJ in my earlier years. And I was always kind of afraid to speak what was really inside of me. So being a DJ allowed me to sort of hide behind others' music and others' words and others' visions. And um, eventually I started getting the courage to do some singer-songwriter type stuff. So, you know, just on an acoustic guitar, writing, as you're saying, you know, writing maybe um, few words and just putting a lot of emotion behind it. Um, when I started doing this project, and I've, you know, I've got a lot of examples over the years, but not, not any other collection of music. When I started doing this project, one of the places that I almost gave up was in how many words are really involved in every song. Like it felt kind of daunting. I wrote one song and I was like, nah, I can't do that again. There's too, it's too much work. And and I'm never going to be able to memorize this if I want to start gigging on this material. Like, there is no way that I'm going to be able to keep all of this in my consciousness. It's a challenge. Yeah. Yeah. Some people are better than others. I, I struggle. I have to repeat and practice and practice. And yeah, practice so do I. That's, that's yeah. been a lot, of, a lot of my learning curve for this album. So anyway, I guess what I'm trying to say is that that, that felt, you know, you say that hip-hop is a great platform for you because you are able to express so much. And I agree with you. And... You know, before really starting this project, I never wanted to write verses because it felt too daunting. But I agree with you that I am able to express a lot and in a more maybe um, detailed way, you know, over 16 bars or over 32 bars as opposed to, you know, 10 or 12 uh, long drawn out (laughs) phrases over, you know, a a nice slow melody uh, from the acoustic guitar. Yeah, just for me, looking at the the written, like uh, back in the day, I've I've switched to mostly writing on my phone just out of convenience because mm-hmm. lyrics pop in my head random times of the day. Rarely when I actually sit down to write, I'm usually the most <laughs> productive when I'm trying to do something else and mm-hmm. trying to go to bed because I have to get up early in the morning and mm-hmm. I'm like, oh no, it's coming out of me now. Great, okay. <laughs> but so the phone's useful. But back in the day when I was. Um, or a singer-songwriter, it was all on those, like, yellow notepads. Mm-hmm. And I would look through, and then when I switched to rap, it was crazy because the, <laughs> there's just so many more words on the page, and it's yep. like, holy cow, wow, <laughs> that's like ten songs of my old songs in one song, you know? Uh-huh. And that was dancing, but I think for me, it's, well, it's become habit now. It's what I've been doing. I've been doing hip-hop for seven, eight years now. So mm-hmm. it's, it's, I guess I ha- it's been a while since that you're reminding me of of these experiences I had mm. a, a while back, and mm-hmm. um, it, it. I mean, I still struggle with writing. It's never just like, oh yeah, here's a song. You know, I'm all. It's it's always like my first song I've ever written. Every time I start a song, yeah. Sometimes they go faster than others, uh, but um, oh, now I'm losing track of my thought. Well, I have a question is, if you is, want me to sidetrack what, you from your this thought. Is, but this no. is what editing's for. Go ahead and sidetrack me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So what, what I'm curious to know about is um, when you're writing, is it more or less helpful for you to have a beat already behind you? Like, do you find that you're able to, like, vibe off a beat and, like, flow more, more easily in your writing? Or is it kind of like do you come at the writing first and then try to fit it into a beat that you find later on? I think it happens both ways. Um, like a, a good example is uh, I made a beat recently 
and I wrote the lyrics to it, and I loved the lyrics, and I put it on the beat, and I just didn't really like the song that much. I'm mm-hmm. like, well, I like the lyrics. I don't. Maybe I should try a different beat. Mm-hmm. So I made a whole new beat and put the, those lyrics. It was just one verse. I'd only written one verse, but I made a whole different beat, put those same lyrics onto a different beat, mm-hmm. and it sounded cool, you know. But you kind of have to like. I don't want to say force it in. And sometimes you do, but it's like it was a little bit slower beat. So mm-hmm. maybe my lines had f- fewer syllables, you mm-hmm. know. So there was kind of more. There's a slower cadence, and but it sounded cool. I was like, yeah, I'll work with that. I like that. I like that well enough. Yeah, mm-hmm. cool. Check. Okay, let's write the next verse. Then I wrote the second verse to that beat, mm-hmm. and, the, and in my opinion, the second verse smokes the first verse. Mm-hmm. So it's like something about being able to write to a beat mm-hmm. that that. Uh, and this is just like very recently, so that's a good question because it's so fresh in my mind. But then there are other times, like Fluid, mm-hmm. uh, and he's in the crew, and he, uh, I'll show him a beat, and he'll he'll like pull out, and he's like, "Well, I got like six different verses I can use. I don't know which one," fit. and he'll just lay it out, and it sounds great. Like, so some people, it's just a different method for different people. Benzo, he'll yeah. do that too. He'll show up, and uh, he'll already have something from his notebook that that just like. They can just lay it over. I think it's a certain mm-hmm. talent that some art- artists have. Yeah, over I others. envy that talent in people. I don't yeah, feel like that comes naturally to me. It sounds like not to me you. Me too. Either. Yeah. Well, and then occasionally I'll write lyrics uh, without any beat, just because I'm like, kind of, I'll like kind of tap it out of my head, uh-huh. and kind of beatbox in my brain, and kind of yep. flow the lines. And then I'll go and sit down with the beat. And sometimes I'm like, oh, cool, perfect. And other times I'll be like, dang, what the hell was I? <laughs> what bars was I counting? That's not even like. That's like a. I thought that was a couplet and it's only like half, like a bar and a half or something. And then, mm-hmm. so then I have to re-space the lines and it sounds, it, it never really translates the way I hear it in my head onto yeah. the beat. It's always like a, a process of shifting stuff around. And, but but I'm not like the most gifted MC. Um, it's not like a natural talent for me. It's something mm-hmm. I have to work for and yeah. really practice. And I'm super lucky because a lot of the guys I work with are mm-hmm. very naturally talented. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're they're always it's always pushing me to be better. Yeah. But um, yeah, well, I, I can yeah. relate to a lot of what you're saying. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't know if that answers your question. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So what's next here? Let's see. Um, geez, I guess we haven't thought that far. Let's let's listen to "I Get Over." I feel like that's um, so th- this single that we're about to listen to is um, my favorite one of the songs that I've released thus far on the album. I'm not totally sure if it's my favorite song on the album, um, but this is one, it's one of the first ones that I wrote, but then um, I've got a good friend up in Colorado named Aaron. Aaron, if you're listening, what's up? And he's been really encouraging me to deepen into every aspect of my practice. And I feel like with I Get Over, I just found a way to deepen lyrically. I found a way to deepen in terms of my production. I found a way to deepen in terms of um, the sort of the diversity of sounds and and like this, the overall composition of the track. Like it changed a lot and I feel like it became more profound. And, and at the same time, like the end of it is, in my opinion, super uplifting. So this is a track that I feel really proud of. It's called I Get Over. What's the word? What's the message? 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 What's the word? What's the 
life, yes I'm bound to get over How to throw my weight onto a positive path Bright light, feel the dark mass in my soul Holding on to moments that have already passed Leaves turn and the earth feels tenuous Fanciness is giving way to mass transgression Why I say I'll battle till the last man standing But I see the state of affairs and then I turn to medicate Why the hate so prevalent Why the people so divided over what we see on the news I wanna dance with the free fucking radicals But instead I roll a Sisyphean stone Open with the drone dirge, worship of insanity Losing our humanity, the news tied off Is it a plan or just habit? Evolution fell backward, heaven bleeding I'm an addict, put some love in my vow Move the dial, freak a while Consider getting wider, what you mean when you say that? Consider making history, resist on the front line I want strength for that, I need time What will we say about it all in an eon? After all the creatures have been drowned from the land Clock ticks, I exist, speaking feels so dangerous Want to evolve, but I'm unwilling to be patient And so I stand before the looking glass Like me, ego stand between me, holding on or letting go One question left, can I loosen up my grip? Heart is trending toward a plus, but still my brain is leaning on. I get over, I get over, I get over now. Yeah, cause my brain is leaning on. I get over, I get over, I get over now. What would you say if I release me, baby? Would you be there to break my fall? And on and on again. I wish that I could fly away. Yeah. I wish that we could fly The light is shown and gone, the cold return Mad uncertainty is real, presence fade into a zombie-like state We bond presence cause the pop-up bad demands it of us What happened to the gift of presence? Slow down, crown back, cash habits Spend the futures like a habit, lose control We trying to grab it, that ephemeral state Today relating kind of back, we'd rather push them both characters Post the thumb on someone else's profile than me that's in the ground I've been around a while, wouldn't say I'm wise, but I'm trying to set a good example. Ain't saying I'm healthy either, ain't saying I'm happy neither. Reflecting just my nature, acting where I fade. Pit me in time, past, come again, breathe tomorrow. Not what you looking for, sound the alarm. Blaze stifling, life lost, over with abandon. Heavy heart, burnt to ashes, yo, we never meant shit though. As I walk, the walls be crumbling. Rubble in my belly, that's the burn that wasn't doused yet. Love is the medicine I spit, it's all I got left. Nah, life is really all I got left. Life reduced to one moment, I am an obituary Waiting for the mortuary call, but I ain't ready, son Need an epiphany, killing too much time I close my eyes and jump into the unknown To get over the dark sky, heat the moon To get over this depression, I drink and even more To get over this reality, I think myself into a corner To get over myself, hell, I just don't wanna I get over, I get over, I get over now man, I just don't wanna do it Yeah, so uh, that song was I Get Over, and I'm, <laughs> I'm just laughing because um, 
Well, two things. One is that I do a show on the radio um, on KSFR. And so I'm aware that I'm not quite using my radio voice. And it's sort of funny to be in sort of a radio interview type of environment, but just use a little bit more of my normal voice. Um, so that's just kind of a random thought that I just had when I heard you tell me how to come back in. <laughs> that was I Get Over. Yeah, I was going to say, you got to give us the radio voice now, like sample, but you just did. Oh, <laughs> I don't know if that's quite it. You might have to tune in. Thursday nights from 9 to 10 is my main spot. Every other Thursday, my show is called Rhythms Without Borders. And um, yeah, so that's, that's there, there are other What's layers. What's the station? KSFR, 101.1 FM. And I do that show, and occasionally I do Somos Son, which is on Saturday from 5 to 7. I do that like every three months. And uh, there's another one called Twisted Groove from 10 p.m. to midnight on Saturdays. And I just sit in on that one um, from time to time uh, and sub. And yeah, I, I like them all. All right. Good excuse to plug that. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> uh, no, cool. Yeah. Well, let's, let's carry on. All right. Oh, so I was going to tell you um, a little bit about I Get Over. Um, I know I introduced it in, um, you know, the previous segment. And... Uh, the other thing I wanted to say about that song is just in terms of like my musical vision, um, one of the things that I really struggle with as a person is letting go. Like I want to be perfect. I want to be doing things. I want to have control over the world around me. And what I realized, like to me, music is kind of a spiritual path in the sense that um, I don't, you know, I, I don't go to church. I don't really consider myself religious, although I do sort of consider myself a spiritual person. And so I get over the, the, the sort of message for myself and then for anybody else who, who feels it is like, I'm, I'm good when I'm able to surrender. I'm good when I'm able to let go. And so it, 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 the song initially, I, I was calling it release. That was the initial title of the song. And there's a that word comes up in the bridge section of that song, but um, yeah, I, I guess that's another thing that I feel real proud about with "I Get Over" is that it's a reflection of who I'm trying to be in this world, like this kind of spiritual path I'm on, um, where I'm trying to relinquish control over the world around me because the reality is I don't have control. You gotta surrender. I gotta surrender. That's I need to let go. That's yeah, like the but big, it's so big hard. A big lesson in in the universe. <laughs> it's it's so hard. So yeah. yeah <laughs> Thanks well, for letting me say that little piece about that song. No, that's awesome, man. Yeah, that's good. And that's that's a good thing about the podcast. Artists can come in here and we'll listen to your song and mm -hmm. make our own opinions. But uh, it's you don't really often get to hear the artist's mm -hmm. side of it, which doesn't make it. I mean, that's just what it means to you. So when you make music and put it out there, it's the it's the experiencer of the music. That, be whatever they want it to be about and that's what's cool totally but it's nice to know the intention behind the work yeah so, yeah man so what else you got going on when you're not working on uh this album when i don't have my k dutch hat on yeah <laughs> <laughs> musically um i have spoken about the uh, the radio programs that i do and the other sort of musical bit that i've got is um i'm in this we call ourselves Afrobeat. I think maybe it's more apt to say Afrobeat inspired with funk elements and with some like jazzy elements, jam band elements. Um, so my band is called Shake Alert and uh, I'm the vocalist in that as well. 
And so that's that's another thing I've got going on. We do we actually have a gig up in Taos at the Mesa Brewing Company. I think it's the sixteenth Thursday. It's a Thursday night. I believe it's the sixteenth of November. November. Oh, yeah. our group's gonna be there the. 13th that Monday. Well, there you go. <laughs> nice. <laughs> so if you're listening and you want to get up to Taos on a Thursday night, um, we'll be up there that's rocking awesome. it. I'll be up there as, as, as Shake Alert. Um, and so I, so that's the other sort of creative thing I've got going on. And then in my other real life, quote unquote, um, I work in a school. I work at Ramirez Thomas Elementary School. I'm the dean of students there. So a lot of my the boss, days, the big, big. Mm, well, not really. <laughs> is that like being a principal? Is that like the? It's other? sort of like pre- I. I tell people it's like admin light. It's it's not. I don't have my admin license. I don't actually have to you know evaluate teachers or anything like that. But um, what I mostly do is just address you know in a school of five hundred kids, just a lot of stuff comes up every single day. You know, stuff comes up in kids' lives. Parents come through the doors with various concerns you know, weird uh, operational stuff happens, like two teachers are out and there's no sub. So I basically just address all the, I guess you could call them problems, but all the challenges in the school. And so so that's that's what I do during the day. You're like maintenance, but with people. It's like psychological, <laughs> it's like psychic maintenance. Yeah, I, I think that that's probably a good way of putting it. I'm the psych, psychic maintenance. Uh, <laughs> you have a shirt or a, a pin. That's right. Yeah, I, sometimes I, I refer business to, card. I refer to myself sometimes as school dad also, um, and, and so that that brings me to another um, you know core part of who I am is is I'm a husband and a father. I've got two boys, nine and four years old, and um, who are both on the album. They're on the final track that's yet unreleased or that's yet to be released, I should say, and um, you know. That's another piece for me in this project, this K Dutch project. Is I'm really concerned. I'm really concerned about w- w- the direction that this planet and this culture is moving in. And so, you know, when I was when I was growing up and listening to hip hop specifically, the artists that were most meaningful for me were people who had something to say. You know, Tribe Called Quest and Diggable Planets and De La Soul, like. Those are big, huge influences for me. And in my own way, I'm trying to use this platform to, um, in some ways, educate the youth and also, you know, be in the world as sort of like a figure who's encouraging and inspiring change, particularly in young people. And, you know, I obviously do that with in my job and I do that at home with my own kids and I'm trying to do that in my music as well. Like, not not tr- not in a preachy way, you know, but just, um, I guess I, I hold a lot of hope when I think about the youth in this country and in this world. A lot more hope than I do in the adults in this country and this world who just continually disappoint me. Um, and and I'm, gu- you know, I'm guilty of not being perfect as well, so I don't want to try to point my finger, but... Um, a big piece of who I am as an artist is, you know, trying to identify what's going on, identify the, the challenges that we have as, as really, when it comes right down to it, as a species on this planet, and then give the youth some encouragement to take up our torch and um, burn it in a, a bit more of a, a mindful way. Yeah, I mean, we need, we need, we can never have enough good role models, especially in this 
You know, I feel like any any year in human history, p- people can say that though, like you know, especially in these times. Mm-hmm. But it feels extra true now. You know, it's like yeah, I think it's a crazy you know, world right now. And it's think, always been crazy my whole life. You know, but and I'm sure generation you read history, you know, this isn't the first time things have been crazy. But just getting closer to that boiling point, it feels mm-hmm. like you know. If it feels scary. to me like you know, I know there have been several huge re- revolutions. Like the industrial revolution was one big one that had a lot of consequences that were not foreseen when it all started. And I kind of feel like technology is like that right now. Like technology is in. This is sort of a theory I'm developing. Like in some ways, I feel like technology is um, is producing adaptations in what it means to be a human being. And I'm not sure that the adaptations are all... Well, I actually think they're bad <laughs> in a lot of ways. Not, you know, I'm not it's saying like that, that I'm movie like... movie WALL-E. You know, that's a good... Yeah, yeah. Idi- idiocracy. Uh-huh. <laughs> I mean, that's not as much technology, but... Yeah. Those, like, idiocracy used to be a funny movie. Uh-huh. And now it's like a... I don't know, like a nonfiction. <laughs> just it's like it's not funny anymore because you're you're seeing it like oh yeah it's like when it used to be parody. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> and that happens, you know, with science fiction and and you know the, like the speculative fiction, you know, 1984 and things like that are feeling really real right now. And um, yeah, it's it is scary like as a i i find myself as a father and as somebody who cares about the youth like i do find myself really afraid of what the future is going to look like so yeah i'm just trying i'm just trying to i'm just trying to rap about it <laughs> nice well that's how we met you know um i met you at the very first outstanding citizens collective meeting yeah i think benzo you knew benzo right mm-hmm. so benzo brought you yep and that was that was awesome yeah i don't think we even knew he was bringing you or you kind of showed up. I just kind of like, showed up. I was like, guy. "Hey, what's up?" <laughs> and then we're like, "Oh, that guy's cool. All right, great." And then you know the the OC mission statement. You know, is essentially, I don't have it in front of me, nor mm-hmm. do I have it memorized. But you know, it's essentially trying to uplift each other mm-hmm. as well as being active members of the community. Yeah, which we're still working on getting that. Lately, we've just been getting so many shows and stuff. We haven't been able to branch mm-hmm. out beyond the. Just being a, a concert, just doing concerts, mm-hmm. but um, that and we've been super fortunate, so that's awesome. But it's a lot of work, so it's yeah. really cool. And we we do we're really trying to figure out a way to kind of be more active in the community again. Mm-hmm. Like in the 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 spring, we did did quite a few things, but mm-hmm. the summer hit us with show after show after show, and we just got to get together and get more organized and, yeah. and work with you actually with the students in school. You know, it'd be really cool to. You know, after the podcast and the time talk about um, taking actions, you know, Mm -hmm. we've got a lot of musical talent Mm -hmm. and the collective and we can do more than just be rappers that go perform concerts and Mm -hmm. and then, you know, that's it. Mm -hmm. And uh, so, yeah, we'll have to brainstorm in the future. You listeners, watch out. Yeah, look out. That sounds sounds good. That sounds good. (laughs) I mean, that's what it's all about, right, is is. Turning the 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 creative vision into an actual force for good in the community in the world. Yeah, and you know, artist being an artist is kind of a selfish act in general. Like mm. you're, you know, I don't maybe people totally argue that point, but you know, it's like at least for me, I'm when I'm spending time working on a beat and a song, mm. I'm not walking my dog, I'm not hanging out with my girlfriend or 
my parents or you know friends and you know i'm not mm-hmm. doing things i'm making music that's my art that's my craft and, mm-hmm. and if you stop to think about like what is that actually like doing in the world that's really up to you you mm-hmm. know and, and so i i think we all kind of have this feeling like we want to do music but we also want to be part of contributing to the betterment of of at least our community and people around us so mm-hmm. that's the whole vision we just have to tap into the way to do it just right you know yeah um but yeah man so that's great awesome awesome to talk to you about that um why don't we play another track from your record cool yeah um you know based on what we're talking about uh it feels appropriate to play full fly zone um and this album i'm sorry this this record this single is probably my most one of the two most sort of politically charged ones um I started writing this when back in January, right after Trump was inaugurated and he had his first travel ban. And, um, you know, seeing the images at JFK and in other airports um, of people rising up against what this administration has been systematically trying to do for the past, what, like seven or eight months, inspired me to write this song. So, um, yeah, I, I guess there's not much more to say about it, but um, again, it's just another another way of me um, trying to use this creative platform as a way to make a statement about how I'm feeling about the, the current state of the world. We flying high, no restrictions You looking lost, got no wisdom People know what the stakes of this game is We take your name unified in our hearts for we can't miss We flying high, no restrictions You looking lost, got no wisdom People know what the stakes of this game is We take your name unified in our hearts but we can't live Fuck this iteration of administration slinging bullshit You seeing refugees in limbo cause of paper These are lives We stand watch while you telling lies Undivided except we so divided that we broken like We broken dreams, broken families, broken constitution Broken hopes of moving forward losing hope When the other side of death is life imprisonment life Without your children by your side is that too much to ask? Democracy is in the gutter, be illegitimate Leaders be laughing, got the shakes from all the cash they making Laws they breaking, land they raping Yeah, judicial system they attacking Yo, I'm ready We the brave hearts, strongest unified And now we fire Politicians lying, but we ain't bowing down The war has just begun, I'm fighting for my children I'm angry, son, let's move defiantly now We flying high, no restriction You looking lost, got no wisdom know what the stakes of this game is we take your name unified in our hearts but we can't miss we flying high no restriction you looking lost got no wisdom people know what the stakes of this game is we take your name unified in our hearts but we can't miss don't look now but the face of power changing under rep voices be yelling from the grassroots ignited foe Here to pass the holes of conscience is forgotten souls Rise, it's a fast move, but the time is moving slow Know the pace be quickening, headlines made me sicken then Freedom took a dip again, you a mystery and too much lies and shit Just cause you speaking with your dollars don't make sense to me We got just cause to kick you out again, we bout it, you're the 
and is not Hateful fucking messages flying, digging graves as a baseline Might place you on the wrong side like History lies, open your eyes and counter the real folk Like you under the cloud, it's only a matter of time And you damn well wrong, right? My motor on your zeal for harm and the earth be strong It's all like you signing the laws, but chewing them up And spitting them back in the courts like We holding hands, stand on the ground You tweet from hundreds of stories like My people united, your posse gon' fall We open our arms and grace like We flying high, no restriction You looking lost, got no wisdom People know what the stakes of this game is We taking aim unified in our hearts But we can't miss We flying high, no restriction You looking lost, got no wisdom People know what the stakes of this game is We taking aim unified in our hearts But we can't miss Yeah Y'all know what time it is It's time to unify It's time to get real It's time to go to work Go volunteer, go get on the ballot, go mentor a child, love everybody else. This world is yours. It's K Dutch, I'm out. Love you. You produced this whole album yourself? Yeah, I mean, with a few small pieces of help. Well, I shouldn't call them small pieces of help, they're critical pieces of help, but, um, you know, all the production on the album, I did basically. I started, um, when I first started making this album, and I had no idea I was making this album, I was literally using GarageBand. And um, I was sending tracks over to my friend Aaron, who I was talking about earlier, up in Colorado. And he was giving me some feedback on them. And he started saying things like, yeah, dude, so maybe you want to think about panning at least one of your tracks, because everything's straight up the middle. I was like, oh, oh, yeah, that's cool. And then he'd be like, you know, um, maybe you want to, Think about putting some delay on some of your vocals because they're super dry, or 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 scaling it back. Once it, once he told me about, you know, using effects and plugins and stuff like that, you then I crazy. was like, <laughs> I went kind of crazy, yeah. And so like, it's funny. Maybe three or four weeks ago, I, I went back and listened to my very first versions of the album tracks, and it's just, it's fun, man. It's 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 funny and it's fun to listen to them, but. I would say one of the um, overarching um, issues is that every single song sounds super muddy because I just had so much happening. So Too much atmosphere can be a problem. You want some dry tracks for sure. Yeah. So, you know, um, so anyway, yeah, in terms of creating this album, um, I eventually decided that GarageBand didn't have enough sort of um, oomph for me. And so I... Um, <laughs> I <laughs> I wanted to get Logic because Logic is like uh, it's like the big brother of GarageBand. So I spent a couple months um, looking on eBay for like deals on Apple cards so I could get like 25% off an Apple card and save up enough so I could get Logic for like 25% off, which is what ended up happening. <laughs> Dang, that's like that's it was clever, man. It was like it was a good vision. It was a vision, and so I got <laughs> Logic, and then then it really took off. Then you know I just had access to so many more sounds and so much more. Um, uh, ability, sort of refinement of ability, mm-hmm. and uh, so anyway, I was going up for the first couple tracks I recorded. I actually recorded them up in Colorado at my friend Aaron's house, um, and he's got a little, a little home studio set up, and it. I realized that it was not sustainable to record the whole album that way, so over. The holidays, um, I met up with my family in Tucson. My mom's been renting a, a house there the past several years. 
And my brother Jamie gave me an SM7B microphone, and that was sort of like the game changer for this album. So after I had that, I created this little vocal booth in the corner of my garage. It was literally like where I had my cat box set up. I moved that, bleached the floor, bought a couple curtains, and made a little vocal booth with the SM7B. And th once I had a, a setup that I felt good about, um, then I was able to really hit it pretty hard. And so, um, you know, I was just in there most nights recording, um, doing millions of takes of every single line um, and just like wanting to really get the, the best ones I could possibly the get. The dirty work. The dirty work, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's like I've been telling people I probably invested like a thousand hours and a thousand dollars in this album. And I don't know if that's true or not, but it feels about right. Um, so, yeah, I mean, but the other thing that I feel proud about in this album, aside from the fact that I didn't have almost any producing experience and I produced this album, um, is just the fact that, you know, all the vocals are me as well. So I'm singing all the hooks. And some, and some songs are actually um, mostly featuring uh, sung vocals. So all that stuff is me. Um, the only other vocalists on the album beside me are my two children on the very final track, um, which I kind of feel is my favorite track um, in, in some ways because they're on it, but just it's like kind of like in some ways realizing the vision that I have creatively of like using music to bring along the youth. And so there they are by my side. Um, and I'm getting sidetracked in my thoughts right now. But yeah, so I produced the album pretty much myself. Um, I uh, did all the vocals myself. I had some significant help, um, as I mentioned, from my friend Aaron up in Colorado. He's got some credits on the album for um, co-mixing and doing some of the engineering work on some of my vocal tracks. Um, and the other major collaborator is Kevin Sennett, who is in um, both Shake Alert and the other band that I'll tell you about in a minute. I forgot to mention them earlier. Um, Kevin is a guitar player and an amazing guitar player, and uh, he's also been dabbling in synth. So he is on a couple of the tracks, maybe three or four, playing either guitar or synth. And I also um, gave him co-composer uh, credits on two of the tracks because really they're his loops that I used as the sort of main base of the track. So he was another collaborator. And then finally, um, Will Dyer, uh, who runs Hills Audio here in town, um, is the mastering engineer. And um, any musicians out there, if you're looking for somebody to master a track or an album for you, I can't recommend Will highly enough. I would say that he, like a third of the goodness of the album is simply from Will just working his magic on the album. Um, and that's good. If the master sounds makes it sound that much better, that's that's a big deal. Yeah. You know, but but also you can't get a good master without a good mix. So you know, yeah, gotta give yourself a little credit. I there. give myself credit. <laughs> <laughs> I give it. I have a hard time plugging myself. But yeah, I, I I'll give myself some credit. Like I definitely put in a lot of work to make this thing happen. And um, you know, so I I also wanted to mention you know kind of looking forward with this project. Um, I mentioned the other band, and so. We're, I'm not sure if we've settled on a name yet, but we're either called Fat Sweet Oil or the Fat Sweet. And basically, it um, seems like the Fat Sweet has the upper hand at this point. 
um, they're, they're right now they're sort of like the backing band for this K-Dutch project. Um, so we've been rehearsing for a couple months with the intention of hopefully by the end of this year, December or January, getting out and starting to do some gigs with this material. Um, it's just four of us right now. Uh, to the guy, the bass player and the and the uh, guitar player from Shakeler, and then there's a, a different guy on drums, um, and yeah, eventually the goal with that band will be also to write some other original music. Yeah, this is just kind of like the uh, something to work on as a group. Here's some material. Uh-huh. Let's let's build with it. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. That's like Benzo's group. You know, mm-hmm. it all started with him and his songs, his rap songs. Mm-hmm. He's like, I have these rap songs, presented it to the crew, and they re-envisioned the instrumentation, and they all worked together. It's, it's really cool. That band is so awesome, and it's really cool how, like, you you hear, I don't know, Benzo should release someday, like, uh, the, like before and after. Yeah. His new album is is stellar. I don't know if you got a chance to yeah, hear his no, album. Yeah, no, I've but... seen them play a couple times. I've got a copy of my album. My son is a big fan. He's got a Benzo t-shirt that he yeah. wears a lot. He asked me just the other day, Benz, if you're listening... Um, my older son asked, can we go see Benzo again sometime soon? And yeah, like his band has been a real inspiration for me in um, sort of my thinking about the Fat Sweet or Fat Sweet Oil, whoever we are, because um, hip hop is really cool and it's really fun to make. And I personally think that bands are the most interesting musical thing to watch. Oh, absolutely. And and so like... So I've been, you know, really wanting to create a band version of these songs so that, you know, when I go out and gig them, it's in what, in, in what my opinion is the most interesting sort of medium. Um, and it's been an incredibly humbling experience because I've got no prior experience as sort of like a, a, an arranger for a band. And so trying to translate some of these songs, which use the same loops like throughout into something that's interesting um, dynamic and dynamic in a band has been hard there's a huge learning curve I feel like kind of where I was at about a year ago at this time with the album is sort of where I'm at right now with this band and you know luckily everybody else in the band is much more experienced and talented than I am musically at least in terms of band stuff and so you know I've got some good guides and they give a lot of good input but it's it's been it's been a process trying to convert this material that's coming out on this album into something that's cool to listen to in a live band setting yeah yeah i mean so watch out 2018 the uh, live album no (laughs) yeah no that's 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 on the agenda too that's on the agenda too live at meow wolf (laughs) (laughs) that's on the agenda for sure yeah yeah, cool. Well, hopefully the OC can do some shows. You know, we can all hell yeah. No, we wanted to get you on a show or something. Yeah, but um, yeah, no, I I would love to do it. I'm, you know, uh, as much as I'm out in the community and sort of you know apparently um, extroverted, I'm actually pretty shy, <laughs> and so it's hard to like take that step. You know, shake. Well, see, a- that's what I thought. Always home was about. I thought mm-hmm. you were just like I'm a hermit. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just kidding. I'm just nah, has been good for me too, though, because you know, with with Shakeler, you know, I've got this band. That, that, you know, we we gigged a little bit here and there, and and so it's good for me to just get out there and get on stage. But... And you get good shows like the Santa Fe Bandstand is a yeah. pretty pretty sought after gig for every, yeah, yeah. every act. Yeah, 
I so. got to play it one time as a songwriter, like ten years ago or something. They billed me as uh, multicultural acoustic. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> I was I was amused. I was like, this is just like emo, acoustic emo. No, no, no I don't. That's what people called me sometimes. After one show, some guy came up to me. He's like, I love your music, man, but um, are you okay? You seem really sad. <laughs> That was kind of what I was going way back to the beginning when I was talking about my songwriting and how it was too serious and didn't really represent, like, uh-huh. the guy I felt like I was on the inside. Yeah. And that's actually, I haven't thought about that time in a long time. It was a coffee shop show. The guy's uh-huh. like, I love your music, bro, but yeah. do you need a friend? <laughs> I'm about to slip like, my no, wrist bro, listening to you. <laughs> yeah. I didn't think it was that sad, but, yeah. you know. <laughs> no, I, I, it, it feels like that's sort of like... um. Maybe not always, but that that's that's a genre that can lean into sort of moody depression. Well, and, and being a singer songwriter, you're on stage, you're playing mm-hmm. coffee shops, maybe a bar, or whatever. People are talking over you, and your background music, you yeah. know. And, and for me, I started out in like rock bands, high energy mosh pits, and all mm-hmm. kinds of crazy stuff. And and so that transition to me was really boring. Kind of, mm-hmm. I, I was playing out all the time. I was a cowgirl and. None of the bars I've used to play are even open anymore, like Catamount and Tin Star and mm-hmm. all these places that don't exist, uh, Corazon. But um, yeah, so I switched switched to rap as like for fun, like mm-hmm. kind of just doing something just 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 to enjoy making mm-hmm. music. The energy of it sucked me right in, and yeah, I still have my acoustic guitar, but I don't really play it like I used to. You know? mm. Now it's all digital keyboards yep yeah that's another I, I, another thought i've had is like hmm could i turn this album into a, a live acoustic set the answer is probably not but <laughs> some tracks it's, yeah, it'd be it's, cool. an, it's an idea that i have too the acoustic yeah. version yeah uh-huh. yeah like La- lauren hill is is my and, and wyclef are both my inspiration in that like they they're both lauren hill many years back came out with an mtv unplugged oh really I two two disc special and it's so dope, and she's so raw. It's yeah. So it, it that that would she's incredible. That yeah. would be my beacon in terms of you know what do I want to do? Where do I want to go in terms of a live acoustic show? Yeah, just try to be as much like Lauren as I can. <laughs> nice man. Well, what else? What else we have on the on the plate for today's episode? Um, I mean, the, I guess the main thing that the um, release we gotta talk about your release. Yeah, that's yeah. that's that's the main thing. So, um, actually, just today. Um, not in honor of this pot of recording this podcast specifically, but just coincidentally, I, um, opened up the pre-order for, uh, this album on Bandcamp. So if you, uh, want to listen to any of the tracks that have yet been, that have been released to this point, um, you can go to K Dutch music, K D U T C H M U S I C dot bandcamp.com. And there you can order a digital pre-release. You can also order um, a physical CD. I've got those. Um, UPS tells me that they'll be at my house tomorrow. So, uh, like I was saying to you, I brought, your fingers. I, I brought this uh, this uh, staple CD over for you, but I'll, I'll have you a better copy next time I see you. Um, and That would be the car one. That there you go. They get a little roughed up in the car sometimes. There you go. So I'll have the real version mint condition oh yeah <laughs> um so yeah so uh 11 11 is the release date so november 11th 2017 um 
what else do I want to say about the release? I think that's pretty much it. Yeah, just um, keep an eye on the Bandcamp page. Um, I would love you to follow me on Instagram or on Facebook. It's the same handle, K Dutch Music, on both of those. Um, so at K Dutch Music at Facebook or um, or Instagram, and I'll give be given updates on both the release of the album as well as any shows that we line up in the next couple months. I'm hoping, like I said, by the end of the year to to have a couple posts about some gigs. Yeah, yeah. Hopefully the OC can help help make that happen too. Yeah, that sounds Do great. Do something together. Yeah, that sounds great. Uh, in fact, I have something I'll tell you later that you guys can't hear yet. <laughs> <laughs> but I have an idea, actually, so we'll talk about that. Nice. Um, let's see, one last thing I had to say. You definitely want to check out his Instagram too, because he, besides the music, his his posts are pretty awesome. Very tasteful uh, feed you got there. Yeah, thanks, man. Well, and I'm know. an Instagram snob. Some about <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, with I'm the picky listeners about my feeds. <laughs> with, with the listeners don't know is we we've talked about this, and and I, I have to give you props because your OG Willie Instagram feed was a big inspiration for my Instagram feed, and. The photos that you post on that, I know you haven't been using it as much recently, but they're dope. And, um, you know, I realize because it's not that fun to just receive Instagram posts about what's going on with your music, you know, that becomes redundant at some point. So I was thinking, how else can I make this interesting to people? And I was like, oh, well, Zach's always posting these dope photos. Maybe I should do that, too. So I started really getting into that a lot this summer. I traveled to the East Coast um, where I'm from. And uh, was just trying to post some tasteful photos. So yeah, and you had a series. It had like a I forget the name of the series too. It was like along the way. I think that along the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That was cool. I I got I got props from an old roommate for um, making for for the fact that my Roman numerals up to like twenty five were were on point. (laughs) Correct. Yeah. (laughs) Is that a four or a six? I don't know. (laughs) I don't think they teach that anymore. It's like handwriting and Roman numerals. They don't really teach that in school anymore. I know. I think our kids' kids uh, may not even know how to hold a pencil. That's what I'm saying, man. (laughs) Technology is shaping what it means to be a human being. But, you know, our great-grandfathers are like, "Ah, none of our kids are going to know how to ride a horse. You know, what's wrong with our... (laughs) (laughs) Not saying better or worse, but always changing. That's right. That's right. Okay, I'll say it. I think it's worse. But, you know, (laughs) that's what our forefathers would say, too. Yeah. It's it's hard to know. They used to use screens back in the day. It's not just projected into your mind. Oh, man. Don't get me started. Yeah, if, yeah, enough of that. Enough of that. If this we, is if, a good time podcast. Don't if kill we, the vibes. Out. If we can survive <laughs> the the if we can si- survive the overheating earth for the next 50 years, I think we'll be in good shape. That's, that's what so I got everybody to say just about. stay cool. Stay cool, y'all. Stay cool, y'all. <laughs> right, any, anything else before we uh launch into the last track? No, I just wanted to say thank you. Um thank you for having me on the podcast and thank you for everything that you do to big up the creative community here in Santa Fe and in New Mexico, you're, you're a force. And so I want to appreciate you for that. And then to all the listeners who are listening now, who, especially if you're still listening, um, and we're at the end of this podcast, thank you. Um, kdutchmusic.bandcamp.com is where to go to check out the debut album, 
Always Home. Yeah. So we're going to close out with... Yeah, so I, I've been trying to figure out how I want to close this show out and um, been trying to focus on already released material, but I really feel like what makes sense to me to close this show is the same song that I closed the album with. It's called S-Rock 4. Um, my son Liam was the one who named the track, and he's on the track along with my son Caleb. They're both on the track, and... Um, I just feel like this one is probably closest to my heart. And so I want to say goodbye and thank you with this track. So we're going to listen to a world premiere right now that is unavailable anywhere else on the entire internet and in the entire world beyond the staple CD that is in your studio right now on my computer. Um, this one's called S Rock 4. Dad, how did you become an adult? How do you ride a bike? How do lights stay on without losing the batteries? How do streams flow all summer? What the world needs most are trees and fresh air. What the world needs most are people who care. I know this because I'm one of them. Let's get started now. Three, two, one, S roll four. Still can't face but the sky contain Is it so worth anything anyway? Will the night reveal its smile? Open wide, endless time Life be like heaven on light Moon be like medicinal thread She woke to connect the stars You kill, we talk You thrill, we love You will shut down We will bless up We will flip script You will submit We will spark it Let's fill the whole world with love Bless be the baseline, time forget Eyes heavy but I wanna stay woke and yet My life is a life, is a life is a mess, y'all And I got a couple beautiful kids Let me kneel, pay notice Trying to feel close, got fear in space Tears cause I miss you, smile in vain Wanna release but doubts remain Doubts about where to root down again Doubts about who to bow down to Is it you or the trees, the money or the ego? No doubt this suffering I want to connect to something Sing to express my pain And I ask you, am I a child or just this the matter? Womb to the soul, I pray That was the last episode of Ra Ra Room Radio featuring K Dutch. Uh, but we had to follow up because we never released it. That's why it was a lost episode until now, January 2018. So Back to the future. Yeah. 
So uh, we made uh, K Dutch come all the way back to the Ra Ra room. It was it was such a trek to follow up. <laughs> yeah, in the freezing cold, the sweltering January 2018 weather that we have. Why don't we? Uh, you know, we talked about a lot of things we were gonna do in November, mm-hmm. and December, and ideas we had. Yep. And uh, we thought it was appropriate to follow up to tell you that we did all of those things. That's right. We did it. So I guess the main thing, well, a couple main things that I can think of that we did, we, we were talking about the, the second band, which was performing the K-Dutch material, and um, one of... The, Not even performing at the time, just rehearsing. Just rehearsing at the time, and um, we, that band now has, has a name. It's called The Fat Sweet. It's official. It's official. Or K Dutch and the Fat Sweet. We're kinda we're kind of in the process of it's like a trapeze artist, right? You kinda gotta let go of one to get to the other and so at some point we might let go of the K Dutch and just become the fat sweet. But for the time being, we're K Dutch and the Fat Sweet. And um what's bridging the gap right now is this incredible creative energy that um, the four of us have, I um, think at least three of us have brought one or multiple new tunes in the past just couple weeks um, at a vacation, couple week vacation from school. I had a, a lot of grand ambitions, but um, with family in town, I didn't have a whole lot of time to do work, but I did get a couple arrangements down, got a couple new songs written, and I have to say that today, in fact, this morning, um, I've got this one, this one that I'm working on right now. I think it's going to be our next single, the, the A side of our next single. We've got an A side and a B side planned right now. The A side is going to feature K Dutch, and the B side is just going to be strictly the Fat Sweet. And so the, for the A side, I've got this song modeled on like an 80s Michael Jackson style synth pop kind of song. And and um, or kind of sound, and I'm pretty excited about it. Um, so that's that's something that's in the works right now. That's so awesome, man. The other thing that listeners um, may not know is that together with the OC, I had a release party. Um, it's one of the things that we did, and and I really want to we were gonna do call yeah. out and appreciate the Outstanding Citizens Collective for all that support and you as well for um for all the work that you did in organizing that and making that a reality because that oh, was yeah we're all that's mostly mostly eliza really but uh, yeah yeah but that was that was really good teamwork I, I i was um my friend was showing me this post that i did like back in the spring or something like that and it was a six-month plan and i was looking at it, it was like all right master album release album uh have a release party all these things and they all came true so for 2018 i remember like december 30th or something like that i just started writing out my creative plan and and um i i do want to record another album i want to i want i've got some solo stuff that i'm working on and you know the fat sweet and i've got some stuff so one dream i have that might not come true this year i don't know might be might be a bit ambitious we'll see is um, I want to record a live analog studio album with the band and not use plugins and not, you know, because everything on my first album was basically just made on a laptop. So I want to I wanna try 
I want to have the experience of making a live studio album with a band. So we'll see. There's a lot of steps involved, but well, nice at the rate you're going, that's doable. Um, yeah. So we did this CD release party for K Dutch. You know, in the last segment, which we taped a couple months ago, we were talking about, hey, wouldn't that be a good idea? So yeah, it was a good idea, and his <laughs> band is awesome. And actually, since that interview, I I sat and listened to his album maybe a hundred times, <laughs> and then saw him live. So it was really cool to see them come to life. Uh, so yeah, check out his album and check him out live. And hey, you have another show. I was looking. The Facebook said something yeah, coming up a couple yeah. months from now. Yep. So by the time we release this episode, the show should be show uh, should coming be, right up. That's right. Hopefully, hopefully, <laughs> have a kidding. single by then too. Yeah, March twelfth. It's a Monday night. I think you guys are playing down in Albuquerque with the same guys the night before, but Curta out of Denver, and that's that's what I saw. That's what I saw on Facebook. That's things, what Facebook things move told so me. quickly. <laughs> <laughs> Anyhow, yeah, Curta is um, like a hip hop artist out of Denver, and um, then there's a. a guy called cars and trains out of portland and um yeah eliza lutz gotta big up eliza for putting me in touch with the promoter of that show and so the fat sweet and i will be one of the opening bands march 12th nice. uh, at the monday march 12th at the rufina tap room that's the new home for k dutch and the fat sweet for the time being yes yeah yeah yep. that's nice yeah, well got... anywhere you are you're always home so that's right <laughs> Cool. Make yourself at home. That's the practice. That's the practice. <laughs> That's awesome, man. Cool. Yeah, I don't know. I think that was pretty much it. We just had to wrap it up a little bit, you know. Yep. Life gets uh, pretty hectic around the holidays, so we had to wrap the season up. Mm-hmm. So this will be uh, season two of Raw Raw Room Radio. Lots of episodes planned. And you're on the radio now, too, huh? Yeah, that's a thing. That's a mysterious thing that has been happening mm-hmm. that I probably know less about than... Uh, Ten, at least ten or so other people probably know more than I do about this. That certainly sounds I've mysterious. Been in, I've been informed that it's happening, uh-huh. and I've always been busy when it's happening, so I haven't been able to. Okay. If someone out there can confirm that it's happening, that'd be great. All right. Uh, yeah. So will this, will this hit the regular <laughs> wa- airwaves, or does this just be a podcast then? Well, you know, it started as a radio show, and then... I don't know. It just kind of, I made the episodes and then didn't really hear anything back about it. So uh-huh. I said, fine, I'm just going to make a podcast. Now it's a podcast. And now a year later, I hear they want to air the episodes and uh-huh. that they were airing them. So I don't know. I, I don't know anymore. I'll but check, all I know I'll is I out. only radio edited the first four. Okay. And the rest are full of uh, explicit words. So it's kind of the Wild West out here, though. You can, you, you sometimes can get away with that. Well, it's like, how do you sit down and talk <laughs> talk to rappers for an hour and a half and not expect any cursing? It's a good question. I think it was when I had my friends under the crown on, and they were doing freestyle raps for like half the episode. I was like, there's no way I'm going to be able to edit this. <laughs> and then Wolfman Jack, I edited one of his verses, and he's like, bro, I said sitting. I was talking about sitting. <laughs> I was like, oh, man, dang. So I overly edited his his lyrics. Yeah. Good, good anyway. to err on the side of caution sometimes, I suppose. Anyway, yeah, we played in Taos. We were talking about doing Taos. We did those shows, mm-hmm. and both were, I guess we talked about them. They were both yeah. successful shows. They were successful shows. We did it. We did it. We did it. We, and we're moving on to bigger and better things in 2018. We're going to keep doing it. Yep. 
So check out the album Always Home. You can access it on Bandcamp, kdutchmusic.bandcamp.com. Um, I would love some follows and feedback on Instagram and Facebook at kdutchmusic. And um, also there's a there's a fat sweet Instagram presence as well now at the fat sweet. So I want to big them up as well. Follow us and follow your dreams. Peace out. Yeah. <laughs>